There's Miss Caitlin right there. Yes, I'm here. Law and Disorder coming at you from the uh, global Law and Disorderly headquarters in our undisclosed location. Um, it's like it's like our own Area 51. It really is. <laughs> it is. I like that analogy. So before we get going too far into this, let's thank the sponsors. Sponsors, uh, Tantalizing Nails Tip to Toe by Myrna. East Texas Championship Wrestling, H3 Modeling, CanYouLandTheHand.org, the local game store in Richardson, Texas, for all of your gaming needs. Uh, Young Ideas Dish, for all of your dish network needs. See? Bam! Oh! Uh, Wavespace Audio for providing the music. See, I always forget somebody. You caught yourself. It's all good. Proud of you. I know, but like, I always, I don't know, I always forget somebody. <laughs> Too many. Too many people. So, we're here. I'm calling this episode the end of an error. Not an era, an error. I like your play on words there, sir. You like that, huh? I do. The end of an error. We are like 36 hours away, or less than 36 hours away from the end of uh, these uh, shenanigans we call the Trump era. See... So, there. We're almost done. Home stretch, <laughs> folks. He's been quiet for a few days. He's been quiet for like six days, which is kind well, of scary. Well, when you're kicked off Twitter, it kind of forces you to be quiet. Is that what it is? Yeah, he's not on Twitter screaming in all caps with everybody. So, yeah, that's why it's been so quiet. Okay, then that's what it is. He's just been that. It's not that he's wanted to be quiet. It's that he's forced to be quiet. Is that what it is? Yeah, pretty pretty much. Yeah. I, I still, it's kind of like, you know, if a tree falls in the middle of a forest and no one's around to hear it, does it still make a sound? Hmm. And, you know, he's over there by himself trying to make sounds, but he doesn't have access to social media anymore. So does anyone really hear him? <laughs> Do, is it really happening? Is it Do really you know? happening? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't even know what it's like to be the guy. I can't imagine it right now. Like, I can't Im I can't imagine you having such tools like Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff that you can just like use at your beck and call and then it just be taken away from you like a four-year-old, like an, like an angry four-year-old. It's like, no, give it, give him back your iPad. <laughs> it's like me taking it away from my seven-year-old. No, you did bad on your test today. Give me your iPad. When do I get it back? Mm. Never. Not the iPad. Never. You're never getting this back. Like, I could just imagine the meltdown. Like, when he first had it taken away, and then when he realized that it wasn't, like, temporary, and then when he realized that there was no way around it, and then, like, when he finally just accepted it, it's just like, shit. I guess. Like, I don't know. Just so many things going on there. So many sea of emotions. <laughs> so, in less than 36 hours, we will have uh, officially... President Biden and President Harris, Vice President Harris. Woohoo! Yeah, that's kind of cool. Now, here's something else to take take into consideration. When he like looks out of his bedroom window, all he sees are signs of his loss. All he sees, all he sees, are the inauguration banners and shit. Yeah. <laughs> God, that would suck. 
they're probably in there like packing up his stuff going okay you know you got one day left on your lease make sure you you know turn in your keys and you gotta and pay. you know we'll give you your safety your, your damage or safety deposit back but i mean the riot kind of you know destroyed the capitol building so i'm sorry we can't give that back yeah. to you your pet deposit's gonna go towards the towards the capital restructuring and then uh that's a whole thing too like over the last couple of days you know they've been showing the uh the capital city uh washington dc they've been showing like all the troops there and we got like fencing everywhere and freaking razor wire like this sucker looks like a concentration camp Mm -hmm. and they said that they said there has not been this much of a military presence in washington dc since the civil war Congratulations. Congratulations. You've managed to bring as many troops as there were during the Civil War back to Washington, D.C. Again, I am so happy that this is what my tax dollars are paying for. I'd I'd like to point out the fact that we had a terrorist attack on September 11th, 2001, and that didn't bring nearly as many troops back to Washington, D.C. as the current president of the united states did just remember that we were attacked by terrorists in uh you know in washington and we didn't even get that many troops over here it took it took a an active president donald j trump to make it happen so congratulations sir well i i will say i don't i don't think he's ever gonna be forgotten because i mean he he sure has left um a big super big footprint that I hope no one ever tries to fill because it's, it's a horrible footprint. They're going to create rules just for him because of him. Like there's going to, like, you know, like when, like when you're in school and like, let's, let's use senior year, for example, senior year of high school, you guys do, we do a lot of weird stuff, you know, skip days and pranks and stuff on teachers. Mm -hmm. And then somebody takes it too far. So then the next year, the senior class comes in and they're like, well, you can't do this anymore. You can't do that anymore. The, the previous years took it too far. Yep. So then you skip forward like a decade and they're like, well, why can't we like, why can't we do this? Well, because 10 years ago, some asshats did this and now we can't do it anymore. Oh, okay. That's what's going to happen. You yep. know, 50 years yep. from now, there's going to be a president and he's going to be like, well, why can't I be on Twitter? Oh, well, you used to be able to be on Twitter. All presidents used to be on Twitter until one took advantage of it. So we just took it away from everybody. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Yeah. I don't understand that that kind of punishment. I never understood that even as a child when, you know, other people in my class would act up or do something bad or break the rules and then all the class has to get punished. And I'm like, well, I didn't do it. Why am I getting punished? This isn't fair. I followed the rules and look what happened. Like, At least they got to break the rules and have fun and then get punished. I just didn't have fun and then got punished for not having the fun. What do you mean I can't use my personal Twitter or my presidential Twitter? I don't understand. It's like, well, this one dude screwed it up for you. So for the next four to eight years, you can't use Twitter. All right. You know, okay. you can have it yeah. back. You can have it back at the end of your term. Okay. That's pretty much what's going to happen at some point. Like, you know, 50 years from now, there's going to be a president. I'm like, okay, you can't have your Twitter. We'll keep it. We'll keep it on like ice for you for the next four to eight years. And you can have it back when you're done. Okay. Stupid. Just stupid. Yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah, so the the capital looks like a fortress. Good job, tax dollars hard at work. Mm -hmm. Um, we we didn't really get as many protests as they thought we were gonna have over the weekend. They were really like preparing for like a big onslaught of protests. Really nationally, they were they were thinking they were they were gonna happen at like all state capitals, and uh, it was kind of kind of tame. You know, and mm -hmm. it's a uh, good good job, America. Uh, they did. They did point out a fun fact that uh, that the amount of fake news on Twitter has dropped like seventy percent in the last uh, six days. So really, since, since he's been taken off of Twitter, the amount of like fake news and conspiracy stuff towards the in particular towards election fraud, the like all those topics have chimed have, have calmed down like seventy percent. Oh wow! Yeah, how interesting is that? That's super interesting. Like, hmm. hmm. I wonder who the culprit was. Huh. Hmm. I wonder who. I think we huh. just solved the mystery. So, whatever. He's gone. And then and then they were even talking about, today on the news, they were talking about, like, what's the time frame for his impeachment trial? Because apparently, once this happens, like, once they set the date and everything, then the impeachment trial will take the second part of the, of the sentence day every day. The first part of the day will be used for, for normal business, and then the second part after lunch will be dedicated to the impeachment trial. So they're like, well, so now they're talking about, okay, how long do we do this? When do we wait to do this? Because the Biden administration has to get, like, all of their cabinet members approved. You know, they got to go through, like, their little, their little vetting process. Mm -hmm. And that all goes through the Senate. So they're like, okay, well, what's more important right now? Getting laws passed? getting a cabinet, uh, you know, his cabinet members pushed through or trying to jack around with this all day or half the day because you realize you could spend the whole day trying to take care of real business and then you could push this off for like a month or two months and then you can dedicate time to that in the afternoons after you've gotten, you know, after the Biden camp has gotten settled in the office. Or you can say, all right, we're going to do it from day one and every day after lunch we're going to deal with this but for the first half of the day, we got to do work. Like, we're going to do work work. Like, government work. <laughs> but that's apparently the rule. In an sure. impeachment hearing, they have to they have to allot so much time for regular business, and then they have to allot the other part of the time to the impeachment trial. How much do you think they're actually going to, like, work, though? You know, like, quote, air quote work. Well, no, that's what, but that's what I'm saying. Like, right now, they're going to have to do a lot of work because... It's the first couple of days of a new administration. You have to go through all the confirmation stuff for the the cabinet members, and then uh, you know obviously they're trying to get some, uh, they're trying to get a lot of a lot of stuff passed right away. You know they want to get our stimulus. They want to increase that that stimulus for everybody. Um, they want to uh, what they want to join the uh, not the World Health Organization. What's the other one? They don't want to. They want to the Paris the Paris Accord climate thing. Like there's a couple of things that they want to rejoin that we've. Uh, they want to lift the travel ban on Muslim countries. There's a lot of stuff they want to do, like, right away. Hmm. But the first couple of days are like, hey, let's reverse stuff that was done over the last four years. Well, yeah. You know, cleaning up the mess. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so let's go. Okay, guys, let's, you know, get the vacuum out. Let's vacuum up all the dust and the dirt. You know, and then it's, we got to get... It's like a we gotta get the Right? And then it's like, okay, let's get the wax out. We got to buff out these scratches. Let's go. Let's smooth this out just like this whole thing man and then you got all these 
then you got all these guys that you know every day they arrest more people from that insurgency it's like so weird i like i was reading an article i think on friday and uh they showed a clip of this guy that was like what are you gonna do arrest all of us and then they they like showed that clip and they're like this guy's been arrested like, he was like taunting the crowd. He was like taunting. Karma. The, he was taunting the Capitol Police, saying like, "What are you gonna do? Arrest us all? You can't arrest everybody, and you got arrested." Karma. Yes. Stupid. And then uh, here in the Dallas area, we had a local uh, realtor. She's a realtor slash radio host slash something else, and she flew on her on a private jet to the Capitol, and she was a part of that uh, insurrection. And then, um, I don't know, they've, they've done a couple things to her. And she's, like, requesting a presidential pardon because she said, my president said to do this, and I was just following what he, what he wanted. It's like, you're an educated woman that owns a, a successful reality company, and you have your own radio show, and you're going to blame this on my president told me to do it. Mm. She's really stupid. Mm. Yeah. And she's already talking about how like her career is ruined, her business is ruined because of this, and her name is tarnished. It's like, are you like it's whose fault that you did all this? No. Mm-hmm. Nobody's no. fault. No one but your own. Yeah, but they're just like pointing the finger. My president told me to do Because that. nothing can ever be my fault. How can it be my fault? I'm the one who, you know, left my house and drove there and walked up there and did what I did. But no, no, no. I, I mean, he, the president was, you know, he held a gun to my head. I was forced to do it. I just like how they're saying, well, I'm following what my president said to do. Now, the funniest thing about that speech is that he's like, we're going to storm down the, down the street and we're going to march up the Capitol, up the steps of the Capitol together. And they all win. And he just sat there and watched them do it. So, yeah, yeah. I didn't see him there. No, no, nobody saw him there. But I'm just like, okay, so like I would get it if you like literally went, followed him. But like you did it. He didn't go. Yeah. He just like watched it on TV. Mm-hmm. It's just a whole thing. And then did you see the video of the uh, the Capitol Police officer that like led some of those people like in the wrong direction to give because they were heading towards the Senate chambers. And he was like he was just one guy, but he was like taunting them and kind of like getting them to follow him a different direction in the Capitol building. And basically what he did is he created a diversion so that they wouldn't go into the Senate room because, like, the Senate chamber didn't really have any protection. Did you hear, oh, have you heard, you uh-uh. heard that story? It's no. A really cool story. The guy was a, uh, he was a, he's a military veteran, and, um, like, yeah, they're, the, they're trying to give him, like, a Congressional Medal of Valor or something. They're trying to give him some kind of, some kind of award. Like, like a bipartisan group want to give it to him because he saved a lot. Like, he saved all their lives, basically. So... Mike Pence was in that chamber. Vice President Pence was in that chamber. Uh, he got removed shortly before all that happened, but for a minute there, he was in a little bit of a trouble, trouble too. So, like, he has reached out to this individual, to this police officer, to try to, like, give his gratitude. And I think they said Pence is just, like, getting the cold shoulder from this guy. Like, this guy doesn't even want to acknowledge. He doesn't even, <laughs> want, he doesn't even want his thanks. He's just gone, yeah. Like, and they're, like, they're hoping that, Vice President Pence is hoping he can get a hold of him before he uh, leaves office. But they said he's been trying to reach him to express his gratitude. <laughs> and this guy's like, screw you. I don't want your gratitude. I, would, I don't want your gratitude. I would rather that your boss had not had this happen to begin with. 
Yeah. It's just like, whatever. It's so weird. I mean, it's so weird, all this stuff. What we're talking about right now is ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. But hey, it's almost over. End of an era. End of an era. End of an er. Error. 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 So, okay. So what's going on now? What's going? We got happy times ahead. By this time on Wednesday, happy times will be here. Well, maybe not happy yes. times, but at least a new face. Yes. A uh, 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 fresh start of times, as you would say. Yes. We wipe the slate clean. Mm-hmm. So what's going so on I, with these festivities? Yeah, so the inauguration is Wednesday. Um, so apparently what's going to happen is the... Kamala Harris will be sworn in as vice president before noon Eastern Standard Time. So I guess that's 11 o'clock our time. Mm-hmm. Um, well, she's doing it like 30 minutes before. So it'll be like 1130 on the East Coast. So it'll be like 1030, I guess, Central Standard Time is when she's supposed to be sworn in. And then um, President-elect Biden will be sworn in at noon Eastern Standard Time. So I guess 11 o'clock our time. Um, it's going to be really different because normally like this is something that's open to the public and there's thousands and thousands of people there. Not this year. Uh, this year it is pretty much, I think maybe a thousand people will be there. And of those 1000 people, it's none of like the public. It's all people that work in Congress and their family members and their guests. Yeah. I think they're allowed, I think they're allowed like five guests. Mm-hmm. I think is what they're allowed. Like the the members of the Senate and the House are allowed like five guests. Yeah, and I'm kind of interested to see like if they're sitting, if they're standing. Are there going to be like X's on the ground where people stand to stay six feet apart? Like, I I don't know like how they're going to do that. Because um, even if the whole reason you know is because of the riots and they can't have the public there, it's not safe. And I and I get it, but also I'm like, well, even if there wasn't a big riot. There's still COVID, and they really shouldn't have the public there in the first place. Mm-hmm. So this year was going to be a weird inauguration anyway. Um, so they're going to get sworn in, and I believe after that is when the president, which will be Joe Biden, will give his inauguration speech. You know, his first speech as the official president, and he's going to talk about his plans for the future. Um, all that jazz will be really great. And then I think after that they go and do the pass and review what is that uh, the pass and review yeah that's that's held on the east side of the building or something like that but that's where he basically goes and he assesses the military um because you know the president is like our commander-in-chief of our military so that's like the tradition of he assesses it um well he's gonna get to see them all for himself because they're all gonna be there <laughs> right <laughs> He's like, yeah, it looks good. They're all here. We had to get them all here just so I could get sworn in. Good yeah. job, guys. Well, if you want to look it up, um, it's called passing review, and it's it's a something that just happens during the inauguration. Um, and I believe after that, they're escorted to Arlington Cemetery, where they place a wreath on the tomb of the unknown soldier. Um, they do that, and then normally after that. I think there's some type of like parade in Washington DC that they go on. Is that going to happen this time? No. No parade. However, there is going to be I heard some type of like virtual showcase 
um, either it might be online or I think it's going to be on TV. And basically, instead of, you know, how like different organizations and different nonprofits and things like that will have like a float in a parade that represents mm. their culture or whatever their cause is, it's going to be just that that organization doing their performance or like a skit or something like that on pre-recorded television they're just gonna like put them all together and so like a long playlist so it's kind of like a virtual just like a slideshow online of all these skits from these organizations we couldn't get like a hologram of president biden like a hologram of him and his family and kamala harris just like rolling through through, <laughs> through washington dc on like a cadillac or something you know, give me a hologram, it's, hologram president. When we get the technology, I'm sure they'll consider it. You know, I don't know. It's just, it's <laughs> yeah, so but weird. I know. And I was reading it because, you know, this is something you only get to see every four years. And so it's a big deal. And I want to watch it on TV when it comes on. But it's going to be so different. It's going to be not as not as festive, I guess is a word, because I think everyone's going to be on high alert and nervous and, you know, all the military is there and there's no public and it's going to be very businessy yes it's a business you know. luncheon it's a business like nighter. it's it's a good thing you're swearing in a new president but it's like man you got a lot of work to do like you just need to like hit the ground running like we don't have time to celebrate like we just got to go work yeah it's, this like, mess. it's like we're gonna have a cake and punch at one and then at two we're getting to work yeah you know and we might only work half a day because it's your first day like that's kind of what what happens there it's yeah. I don't, it was just yeah there's a lot going on there there's a lot of moving parts uh you will have uh former presidents there uh the only one that will not be there that is still alive will be uh jimmy carter just because jimmy carter's like 95 99 years old something like that and uh you know obviously for his health uh he's not gonna go but other than that i believe you're gonna have former president obama bush and clinton there um and, true uh, but trump, trump will not be there trump will not be there i believe i believe president and vice president pence will be there uh he's been very presidential the last couple of days he's he's just been kind of like filling in for uh trump you know he's done a couple of things that that have made him look very distinguished and uh you know yeah he's getting his little like literal like five minutes of fame to be gone <laughs> you know and it's and then it'll be over the trump era error will be done and then we'll move on to the Biden era. And uh, I'm not saying this is all, it's all going to be peace and happiness, but it's going to be more, uh, I guess, similar to business as usual. Yes. So I think that's what, that's what they were talking about on CNN today is they're, they're like, Oh, well it's everything's going to get back to a somewhat sense of normalcy. And, and, and they mean like just not having to worry about weird tweets in the middle, middle, hopefully weird tweets in the middle of the night. And like, just like attacks on people, like personal attacks on, on constituents. Because you know sometimes Trump would go off on these guys. Like I don't know, it's just really weird. But it'll be over. And then I don't know what we're gonna talk about. I guess we get to talk about reform and COVID, COVID yes. vaccinations and stuff. Yes. By the way, weren't you the one that told me that the Pfizer vaccine was better than the Moderna one? I mean. 
they're the same vaccine, but for reasons I suggested the Pfizer vaccine. Not because not because they're different formulas or one works better than the other, but it's because one comes from China. I think I did read that the Pfizer one is causing more deaths. Now it's not like there's thousands of deaths. I think there's only like thirty five, but that's a lot. But I believe there are like thirty five deaths from the uh, Pfizer one. And I don't think there's nearly as many deaths because of the Moderna one. You know, it's like a, some kind of I, reaction. Yeah. And again, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not saying one works better than the other. I, I don't know the scientific differences between the two. I was just saying the one from China has a greater chance of being mishandled during transport. That something could happen to it. Not kept at the right temperature, not stored correctly. You know, it's just, just things during transit. That was my only thing. Mm. Uh, so, President Biden, I can call him that now, right? I mean, he's pretty much president. He's still president-elect. Well, he is vowing for 100 million vaccinations to be distributed within his first 100 days in office. And Dr. Fauci says it's, it, it could happen. Like, would that be a game changer if we have 100 a hundred million vaccinations in the next hundred days? Absolutely. I don't know what the exact number is for the United States to have herd immunity, but a hundred million would be a third of the country. Yeah. You get a third of the country full of uh, COVID vaccinations. I mean, that might do something. That's going to do something. That's going to be great. And again, I don't know the exact number to reach herd immunity. I don't know if it's a third or if it's two thirds, but, but that is a great step in the right direction. But Dr. Fauci says it's absolutely possible. Like mm-hmm. We put our we put our feet to the ground and we go because I think he I think they want to implement um, like the National Guard into administering this like they want it, they want it organized and they want like they want to involve some military presence to kind of like I guess coordinate make things a little bit more organized crowd control things like that um, you know whatever let's just do it let's just get our vaccine I'm, I don't want it I still don't want it I'm gonna go with in the on the record say I do not want it. Give it to me in like 2023. You want it, just not right now. No, yeah, I don't want generation one. I don't want version one. I want like version five. You know, I want to see if your hair is going to fall out or, you know, you're going to get overweight. Like, I don't want to be more overweight because I took the vaccine. I don't want more of my hair to fall out because I took the vaccine. You know, like if it's going to I don't think it's going to do that, Sergio. I know, but I'm saying, like, if they said that, it, like, one of the one of the side effects of this vaccine is that you will lose 75 pounds. Cool, I'm right on it. I'm going to do it right now. Line me up. But I haven't heard that yet. So I haven't heard anything that could benefit me. None of the side effects I'm reading will benefit me right now. So okay. I don't want to risk I mean, it. other than the fact that, you know, it'll prevent you from getting COVID-19 in the future. Mm-hmm. But you're, you, you're more interested in side effects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because okay. I mean, I don't want to die or lose my hair or what hair I already I don't already have. You know, just sure. a lot of things that could go wrong. I like to hold on to what I have left. I've heard the only side effect it's really causing people is like some dizziness and it's making people lethargic. Um, I've gotten worse side effects from getting a flu shot because sometimes when you get the flu shot, it does make you feel sick, like you have the flu. So it makes you feel um, like you went to the buffet at lunch. You know, like you go, to, uh, you go to like a lunch buffet and then you go back to work and you're like, uh, oh, it's the worst ever. Don't ever do that. I wonder if that's what, I wonder if that's what the vaccine feels like. Yeah. You just go back to work and you just want to take a nap. 
I can't go, I can't go back to work, boss. I just haven't vaccinated. <laughs> I need some Pepto Bismol. Need some Pepto <laughs> and some and some mineral water. Like, <laughs> Give me a Red Bull stat. Yeah. And some coffee. Yeah, that's pretty funny. So But okay, I know on Wednesday too, even though it's gonna be a pretty boring inauguration, Lady Gaga is gonna perform the national anthem. Ooh, she did it at Super Bowl fifty and she She's good. She lit it up, man. She's good. Jennifer Lopez is scheduled to perform. They're not saying what, so I don't know. She might be like after. Um, and Garth Brooks as well was added that day, and I don't know what he's singing either. Mm-hmm. Now, Garth Brooks did point out that his agreement has nothing to do with political agenda or like siding with one side versus the other. But I would like to point out that he sang it one of President Obama's inaugurations. He he uh, was approached about singing at President Trump's inauguration and he turned it down and now he's singing at President Biden's. So I know it doesn't have any kind of political affiliation, but I'm pretty sure he doesn't like the Republicans. Or at least not that Republican. Well, you know, in today's day and age, he he has to say that or people are going to assume. You know what I mean? But he's so an like, American if I don't... treasure. Oh, I know, but he still has to say it. He's got to say, oh, I'm not affiliated with either party or else people will get online and say, oh, he's he's for the Democrats. That's why he's singing. And well, he has he, to say no. I mean, a lot of his a lot of his fans would be considered people that would have been in that protest. I'm yeah. sure there was a lot of Garth Brooks being played when they were protesting. Um, now, like J-Lo and like Lady Gaga, they've always pretty much, you know, put put their affiliation, uh, you know, out there. Uh, mm-hmm. John Bon Jovi's going to perform same thing. They've always affiliated more with like the Democratic Party and with like the the mantra of the Democratic Party. So, but yeah, Garth Brooks is the one that's like oh, I don't want to alienate all my fans because most of my fans probably were in that raid. But you know, I'm just he's going to perform because <laughs> he wants to unite America. That's what he's saying. He wants to celebrate America. Mark. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. So there'll be some good performances. Um you know that's going to happen. Uh, we had playoff football this weekend. You know, have you been watching playoff football? Uh, not really. No, like you missed no. some good, you missed some really good games. I've been a little busy. Uh, I guess I just don't care enough. It's been a weird year for football. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I'm more of a college football fan anyway, and this year was just kind of crap for me for college football. I don't like how it turned out, so I was kind of mad this year. Um, so I don't watch a whole lot of NFL football. I'll watch the Cowboys, but once they didn't make the playoffs, I kind of lost interest. Mm-hmm. No, like yesterday, you had the first time in history where two quarterbacks over the age of 40 were playing in a playoff game. You had Drew Brees versus uh, Tom Brady, and uh, mm. Tom Brady won, like he always does. So Tom Brady does. Um, so in the NFC Championship game, you have Tampa Bay going to Green Bay to play uh, in 20-degree weather. So you got a bunch of Floridians going to play in 20-degree weather in the Midwest. It's going to be cold. That's all I know. It's going to be cold. A little bit. A little bit. It's going to be cold. Uh, it's going to be a good game, though. Uh, the Packers have been uh, pretty good all season. Uh, the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, have uh, they got it all together now. You know, they got Tom Brady in the offseason, and they've slowly been meshing their team together. And now they're firing on all cylinders, so that should be a good one. Either either team is going to be a good a good representative for the NFC. Then on the other side, on the AFC, you have the Buffalo Bills 
in their first AFC Championship game in like 20-something years versus the defending champion Kansas City Chiefs. So Kansas City on paper should be the better team, but their quarterback Patrick Mahomes had a concussion in the game. So there's a chance he might not play on Sunday. I don't know. You're, I know who he is. That's sad. Your five hundred million dollar quarterback or whatever he is had a concussion and he might not be able to play. Not because he's injured. Well, he. I mean, obviously he's injured, but they have concussion protocols now. Back in the day, they could have like shaken it off and just gone back in and play. But now there's all these concussion protocols that they have to go through. They have to go through like a battery of tests and make sure that they're one hundred percent good before they come back on the field. So, yeah, that's that's a big deal. I, I mean, concussions are serious and they can cause long term damage if they're not taken care of or mm-hmm. if they're not if you're just like going to ignore it. But like, yeah, but I mean, they're saying if this was 10, 15 years ago before concussion protocol, he would absolutely be playing on Sunday. But there's a chance he might not because he might not pass through all the concussion protocols. So, like, if you're the if you're the defending Super Bowl champs and you have to rely on your backup quarterback that you haven't had to rely on at all. To try and get you to the Super Bowl, that's kind of scurry, kind of scurry. But we'll see. We don't know yet. It's too early in the week to know if he's going to play or not. I mean, I think his health should come first. His health, but I know that's not what a lot of people would think. His you know, because there's a lot of money on the line. His health should absolutely come first. Mm-hmm. I'm just pointing out the fact that it kind of sucks that your star quarterback is is injured in an injury that a while back they would have just let him like take some, you know, like ibuprofen. I'm like, all right, you're good to go. Here's an IV drip and some ibuprofen and a Red Bull. You're good to go. Yeah, walk it off. Yeah, put some dirt <laughs> on it. It'll be fine. So, uh, isn't there hockey coming soon? You're the hockey fan, isn't there? Heck like- yeah. Doesn't Star hockey- Strike the 21st, I believe. Oh, so like this week? Yeah. Ooh, so the defending Western Conference champion, Dallas Stars. Mm-hmm. Oh, they were so close. I know it was a little hard to watch. It was disappointing, but this will be, they'll come back this year. I think, I mean, if you think about it, the Dallas stars, they got to play more of last season than any other team. So they had the most games played last year. So they've had the shortest break. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, and not uh, their team hasn't changed a whole lot. So I think the chemistry between the players and the coaches and everything is still there. And I think if they keep playing like they were playing, um, it could be a good year for them again. I'm I'm hoping for good things. It still might be weird because of COVID. I'm not used to having hockey start in January. Now, I guess <laughs> Normally fun. the season's already half over this time of year. So, okay. And this is something I really haven't paid attention to either in hockey or the NBA. So are they just doing like a half season this year or are they extend or is the season going to be played out, but it's just going to end later in the year now. Do you know? uh, I think it's, it's played out, but it's just going to end later, I believe. Um, and it's just going to be a different season. Like I, I do believe it is a fewer amount of games. Um, same thing. I believe with the NBA, it's just going to be a, a weird season. Cause that's the one um, thing I was thinking about the other day. It's like basketball season started a month ago and Basketball season ended like six weeks before that. So I'm thinking, what the hell? Like, do they, I mean, they, they have a shortened, a shortened off season, but like, does their season, and I know their season's starting later, 
But is this season going to end? Or like, is this season going to end basically when it should have? So it'll end in for both hockey and uh, basketball. It'll end in like Juneish, and then next season we get a full season. Like we're just is that is that or like like maybe this year we're getting like three fourths of a season as opposed to a whole season. I want to say yes, but I haven't really looked it like, up. You know, it I haven't counted whole, the games. It doesn't make a whole lot of like just looking at the calendar. I'm like, wait a minute, basketball season started a, like two months late. And does it end in June? Like, when the hell does this thing end? Like, what are we doing? Like, I'm very confused. One thing I was confused about was how they were going to handle March Madness this year. Because that's a lot of players from a lot of schools. And how are you going to keep all of them quarantined? So I think they're going to hold March Madness in some type of bubble arena like they did Mm. for the NHL playoffs. Because that's really the only way. There's just so many, so many players from so many schools and all these games are happening every single day, multiple games a day within how long is March Madness? A three week period? Yeah, like three, four week period. Yeah, three or four weeks. All these players are going to have to live in a bubble and the ones that, you know, get kicked out or, or finally lose their games can then go back to school. Yeah, but that's that's weird because a lot of these teams don't know that they're getting into the tournament until like you know, four to six days before the tournament starts. So now you basically have to say, okay, you guys have gotten in. Now we got to wait two weeks to, before we let you come into the bubble. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, everyone's going to have to get tested. Yeah. Everyone has to self quarantine for two weeks. Um, yeah. It's, there's a lot to it and I'm interested to see how it, how it plays out and how many, how many, I want to see how many players like test positive and like how many, how many teams are going to be affected? Just waste. I don't know. I, and you know what? I, I will give them kudos, it, especially like the contact sports like football. There really weren't as many uh, as many breakouts as I thought there was going to be. And a, especially with football, it was really all a lot of self-governing. It was all like you're going to self-police yourself. They didn't have a bubble. They got to go home and they got to do all that. And it was, But it was pretty much laid out that like, hey, if you screw this up, you're losing money. Like, we're taking money away from you guys. Because if we don't get to play games, you don't get paid. I think is what happened. <laughs> so they pretty much just put the put the bullet or put the gun to their wallet. It's like, hey, look, you gotta make sure you do this right, or we're all gonna lose money. And we're gonna make sure you yep. lose it first. Yep. So, Once you fight someone's money and they actually care. I think baseball season actually is going to start the Yeah, because baseball season started late, but it ended on time, I believe. So I think baseball season is actually going to start when it's supposed to and is going to go on when it's supposed to. So I guess that's the only thing to know that we're going to have normalcy of is baseball. Um, not as many people care about baseball because baseball is a little bit longer and boring and, you know, whatever. When does baseball season start? Uh, it usually starts the first part of April. Okay. I was so going to say, is it May? Pitchers and catchers will report uh, usually around Valentine's Day. Mm. So baseball season's around the corner. Um, I'm, I would want to go to, I want to go to a game. Like I really want to go do, like, I know it's COVID and all that stuff. Like I want to go to a game. I haven't gone to a game of anything in a while. I want to go to a game and I want to go to a concert. Like, I don't care where I sit. I can sit at the very, very top, like away from everybody. I just want to go. I just want to be around other fans. I don't know. I think you could go to a game. I don't know about concerts because every concert venue I've ever been to, you're sitting close to someone, you're standing right up against someone. So I don't know like how safe that would be. 
I mean, they'd have to like thin the crowd out. But I know that like if you wanted to go to a baseball game at the new, what's the new park called? Globe, Globe Life, Life Park. Globe Life Park. Globe that Life place Field, is whatever. that place is so huge. It's very easy for them to keep people separated in the seats. And I don't but can't you have? A I think that'd be there? great. The place holds forty thousand people. Can't you have a concert with just like eight or ten thousand people? We can be spaced out. Twenty five percent capacity. Well, what's going to cost more? You, you have to think about that, too. They're not going to hold a concert if they can't pay for it. And if they're not selling every seat, then they have a harder time paying for it. They have it. to raise the price of the ticket. But you know what? If it's a band, And then no I one will see, buy it. If it's a band I want to see, I'll pay it. Okay. If you have the means to pay, you will pay. A lot of people do not have the means right now to you're pay. Right. You're right. I'm just being yes. selfish. I want to see music, damn it. I know, and I know you're willing to shell out, and I'm happy you are fortunate enough you can do that. I don't know if I'm fortunate enough. I'm just selfish enough to where I would, <laughs> like, no, we don't have to eat this week. I'm going to go see, you know, Coldplay or something. I don't know. <laughs> Screw eat. food. We're going to go see Coldplay. Screw food. We're going to go see Cold. Screw <laughs> food for the next seven weeks. We're going to go see Coldplay. Damn it. Yeah. All my concerts back. I know. Summer is the, the season for concerts, and I didn't go to a single one this year. Pretty down about it. And then that's something I was thinking about today. Because, okay, so my dad normally comes and mows the yard just because of my schedule. So I was off today, and lo and behold, dad showed up to mow the yard. I have enough grass growing right now where my dad mowed the yard. So there's a part of me that's like, okay, what if we get a short winter and we get through all – because, you know, just like last year, everything started opening back up around springtime. More Mm -hmm. people started coming. More people were able to get out. We weren't as enclosed. So I wonder if we're going to get a short – like a, a short winter. Or if we're going to get, like, that late winter blast in, like, end of February that just shuts us down for a week. Because we've had that happen, too. Where, like, the end of February, beginning of March, bam, we get, like, this really big cold snap. Like, this winter's been kind of weird for us. It's been a very mild winter so far. Mm-hmm. That don't mean it's over. Nope. But. I mean, I remember February always being freezing. There's always hope. There's always hope that it's just a mild winter. And I'm wearing shorts, and I'm, like, hanging out, and. You know, sit on a patio. Like, there's so many things that could happen that I hope. But, you know, damn pandemic. I uh, know. You hope, you wish, you dream. You mm-hmm. stay positive. Mm-hmm. So, nothing else? I don't think we got anything else tonight. No, nothing su- crazy happened in the country, so that's good. I'm super excited, but I'm still kind of nervous because he's got like 30-something hours to screw something up. <laughs> Somebody pointed out the fact that He's probably not going to self-pardon himself, but there's a chance. And they and they said the, these were the words on CNN. They said he could write it on a napkin on the way out of his office and just put it on, leave it on his desk, and that will count as a pardon. <laughs> he could write that if he could write it on a napkin and put it, leave it on his desk on the way out, and that's an official presidential document. Therefore, it's an official presidential pardon. So there's a chance he could still do something crazy, but he might not. He might just leave. But I'm super excited that the next time me and you get on the air, we will have President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris. Woohoo! But I'm still a little scared because I don't know what the hell's going to happen between now and then. Just a Make little sure bit. you watch because if something happens, it will be on live TV. Yeah. Keep that CNN on. Yep. So that's going to wrap us up for this evening. Uh, let's thank the sponsors. Let's start with Young Ideas Dish for all of your uh, Dish Network needs. Um, Ace Remodeling, KenyaLendahan.org, Wave Space Audio for providing all these awesome tracks that we have every week. 
Uh, the local game store in Richardson, Texas for all your gaming needs. Uh, Tantalizing Tip to Toe by Myrna. And she's going to be on the show, I think, maybe this week, maybe next week. You're going to get your nails did. Once you get actually physically in here, you're going to get your nails did. All right. We got ge- I got guests lined up once you physically get in here. Woo! Problem is getting you physically in here. We've been having some hurdles on that. So we'll get there. We'll get there. Yes. Nothing. But, nothing. No, they're not mountains. They're just like itty bitty little bumps. But in the meantime, we got this remote little setup here to make it happen to keep everybody entertained. So, thanks to all the sponsors. Thanks, thanks to you, Miss Kate. I know it's past your bedtime, probably. Ah, no, I'm good. It's um, always a pleasure to talk to you, Sergio, and everybody else. Love being here. All right, guys. On behalf of myself, Miss Kate, we're Law and Disorder, and we will holler at you guys next time. Peace. Peace. Caitlin, are there? Yes, I'm here. Law and Disorder coming at you from the uh, global Law and Disorderly headquarters in our undisclosed location. It's um, like it's like our own Area 51. It really is. <laughs> it is. I like that analogy. So before we get going too far into this, let's thank the sponsors. Sponsors: uh, Tantalizing Nails Tip to Toe by Myrna. East Texas Championship Wrestling, H3 Modeling, CanYouLandAHand.org, the local game store in Richardson, Texas for all of your gaming needs, uh, Young Ideas Dish for all of your dish network needs. See? Bam! Oh! Uh, Wavespace Audio for providing the music. See, I always forget somebody. You caught yourself. It's all good. Proud of I you. know, but like I always, I don't know, I always forget somebody. <laughs> Too many. Too many people. So, we're here. I'm calling this episode the end of an error. Not an era, an error. I like your play on words there, sir. You like that, huh? I do. The end of an error. We are like 36 hours away, or less than 36 hours away from the end of uh, these uh, shenanigans we call the Trump era. See... So, there. We're almost done. Home stretch, folks. He's been quiet for a few days. He's been quiet for like six days, which is kind well, of scary. When, when you're kicked off Twitter, it kind of forces you to be quiet. Is that what it is? Yeah, he's not on Twitter screaming in all caps with everybody. So, yeah, that's why it's been so quiet. Okay, then that's what it is. He's just been that. It's not that he's wanted to be quiet. It's that he's forced to be quiet. Is that what it is? Yeah, pretty pretty much. Yeah. I, I still, it's kind of like, you know, if a tree falls in the middle of a forest and no one's around to hear it, does it still make a sound? Hmm. And, you know, he's over there by himself trying to make sound, but he doesn't have access to social media anymore. So does anyone really hear him? <laughs> Do, is it really happening? Is it Do really you know? happening? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, 
I don't even know what it's like to be the guy. I can't imagine it right now. Like I can't, I can't imagine you having such tools like Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff that you can just like use at your beck and call, and then it just be taken away from you like a four year old, like an like an angry four year old. It's like no, give it, give him back your iPad. <laughs> it's like me taking it away from my seven year old. No, you did bad on your test today. Give me your iPad. When do I get it back? Mm. Never. Not the iPad. Never. You're never getting this back. Like, I could just imagine the meltdown. Like, when he first had it taken away, and then when he realized that it wasn't, like, temporary, and then when he realized that there was no way around it, and then, like, when he finally just accepted it, it's just like, shit. I guess. Like, I don't know. Just so many things going on there. So many sea of emotions. So... In less than 36 hours, we will have uh, officially President Biden and President Harris, Vice President Harris. Woohoo! Yeah, that's kind of cool. Now, here's something else to take take into consideration. When he like looks out of his bedroom window, all he sees are signs of his loss. All he sees all he sees are the inauguration banners and shit. Yeah. <laughs> God, that would suck. They're probably in there, like, packing up his stuff, going, okay, you know, you got one day left on your lease. Make sure you, you know, turn in your keys and, you, gotta and, you know, we'll give you your safety, your damage or safety deposit back. But, I mean, the riot kind of, you know, destroyed the Capitol building, so I'm sorry we can't give that back yeah. to you. Your pet deposit's going to go towards the, towards the Capitol restructuring. God. And then, uh, that's a whole thing, too, like... Over the last couple of days, you know, they've been showing the uh, the capital city, uh, Washington, D.C. They've been showing, like, all the troops there. And we got, like, fencing everywhere and freaking razor wire. Like, this sucker looks like a concentration camp. Mm-hmm. And they said that they said there has not been this much of a military presence in Washington, D.C. since the Civil War. Congratulations. Congratulations. You've managed to bring as many troops as there were during the civil war back to Washington, DC. Again, I am so happy that this is what my tax dollars are paying for. I'd like to, I'd like to point out the fact that we had a terrorist attack in on September 11th, 2001. And that didn't bring nearly as many troops back to Washington, DC as the current president of the United States did. Just remember that we were attacked by terrorists in uh you know in washington and we didn't even get that many troops over here it took it took a an act of president donald j trump to make it happen so congratulations sir well i i will say i don't i don't think he's ever gonna be forgotten because i mean he he sure has left um a big super big footprint that I hope no one ever tries to fill because it's, it's a horrible footprint. They're going to create rules just for him because of him. Like there's going to, like, you know, like when, like when you're in school and like, let's, let's use senior year, for example, senior year of high school, you guys do, we do a lot of weird stuff, you know, skip days and pranks and stuff on teachers. Mm -hmm. And then somebody takes it too far. So then the next year the senior class comes in and they're like, well, you can't do this anymore. You can't do that anymore. The, the previous years took it too far. 
Yep. So then you skip forward like a decade and they're like, well, why can't we like, why can't we do this? Well, because 10 years ago, some asshats did this and now we can't do it anymore. Oh, okay. That's what's going to happen. You nope. know, 50 years from now, there's going to be a president and he's going to be like, well, why can't I be on Twitter? Oh, well, you used to be able to be on Twitter. All presidents used to be on Twitter until one took advantage of it. So we just took it away from everybody. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Yeah. I don't understand that that kind of punishment. I never understood that even as a child when, you know, other people in my class would act up or do something bad or break the rules and then all the class has to get punished. And I'm like, well, I didn't do it. Why am I getting punished? This isn't fair. I followed the rules and look what happened. Like, what At do least you mean? they got to break the rules and have fun and then get punished. I just didn't have fun and then got punished for not having the fun. What do you mean I can't use my personal Twitter or my presidential Twitter? I don't understand. It's like, well, this one dude screwed it up for you. So for the next four to eight years, you can't use Twitter. All right. You okay. know, you can have it yeah. back. You can have it back at the end of your term. Okay. That's pretty much what's going to happen at some point. Like, you know, 50 years from now, there's going to be a president. I'm like, okay, you can't have your Twitter. We'll keep it. We'll keep it on like ice for you for the next four to eight years. And you can have it back when you're done. Okay. Stupid. Just stupid. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So the, the Capitol looks like a fortress. Good job. Tax dollars hard at work. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we didn't really get as many protests as they thought we were going to have over the weekend. They were really like preparing for like a big onslaught of protests. Really nationally, they were they were thinking they were they were going to happen at like all state capitals, and uh, it was kind of kind of tame, you know. And mm-hmm. It's a uh, good good job, America. Uh, they did they did point out a fun fact that uh that the amount of fake news on Twitter has dropped like seventy percent in the last uh, six days. So really, since, since he's been taken off of Twitter, the amount of like fake news and conspiracy stuff towards the in particular towards election fraud the like all those topics have chimed have, have calmed down like 70 percent oh wow yeah how interesting is that that's super interesting like, hmm. hmm i wonder who the culprit was huh hmm. i wonder who i think we huh. just solved the mystery so whatever he's gone and then and then they were even talking about today on the news they were talking about like what's the time frame for his impeachment trial because apparently once this happens like once they set the date and everything then the impeachment trial will take the second part of the of the senate's day every day the first part of the day will be used for for normal business and then the second part after lunch will be dedicated to the impeachment trial so they're like well so now they're talking about okay how long do we do this when do we wait to do this because the Biden administration has to get like all of their cabinet members approved. You know, they got to go through like their little their little vetting process. Mm-hmm. And that all goes through the Senate. So they're like, "Okay, well, what's more important right now? Getting laws passed, getting a cabinet uh, you know, his cabinet members pushed through or trying to jack around with this all day or half the day?" Because you realize you could spend the whole day trying to take care of real business. And then you could push this off for like a month or two months. And then you can dedicate time to that in the afternoons after you've gotten, you know, after the Biden camp has gotten settled in the office. Or you can say, all right, we're going to do it from day one. And every day after lunch, we're going to deal with this. But for the first half of the day, we got to do work. Like we're going to do work work. 
like government work. <laughs> but that's apparently the rule. In an yeah. impeachment hearing, they have to they have to allot so much time for regular business, and then they have to allot the other part of the time to the impeachment trial. How much do you think they're actually going to like work though? You know, like quote air quote work. Well, no, that's what, but that's what I'm saying. Like right now, they're going to have to do a lot of work because it's the first couple of days of a new administration. You have to go through all the confirmation stuff for the the cabinet members, and then uh, you know, obviously, they're trying to get some. Uh, they're trying to get a lot of a lot of stuff passed right away. You know, they want to get our stimulus. They want to increase that that stimulus for everybody. Um, they want to uh, what? They want to join the. Uh, not the World Health Organization. What's the other one? They don't want to. They want to the Paris, the Paris Accord climate thing. Like there's a couple of things that they want to rejoin that we've. Oh, they want to lift the travel ban on Muslim countries. There's a lot of stuff they want to do like right away. Hmm. But the first couple of days are like, hey, let's reverse stuff that was done over the last four years. Well, yeah, you know, cleaning up the mess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's go. Okay, guys, let's you know get the vacuum out. Let's vacuum up all the dust and the dirt. You know, and then it's, we got to get, like we got to get cleaner. the, right. And then it's like, okay, let's get the wax out. We got to buff out these scratches. Let's go. Let's smooth this out. Just like this whole thing, man. And then oh. you got all these, then you got all these guys that, you know, every day they arrest more people from that insurgency. It's like so weird. I like, I was reading an article, I think on Friday and uh, they showed a clip of this guy that was like, what are you going to do? Arrest all of us? And then they, they like showed that clip and they're like, this guy's been arrested. <laughs> like, <laughs> he was like taunting the crowd. He was like taunting. Karma. The, he was taunting the Capitol Police saying like, what are you going to do? Arrest us all? You can't arrest everybody. And you got arrested. Karma. Yes. Stupid. And then uh, here in the Dallas area, we had a local uh, realtor. She's a realtor slash radio host slash something else. And she flew on her on a private jet to the Capitol, and she was a part of that uh, insurrection. And then um, I don't know they've they've done a couple things to her, and she's like requesting a presidential pardon because she said my president said to do this, and I was just following what he what he wanted. It's like you're an educated woman that owns a a successful realty company. And you have your own radio show, and you're going to blame this on my president told me to do it. Mm. She's really stupid. Yeah. And she's already talking about how, like, her career is ruined, her business is ruined because of this, and her name is tarnished. It's like, are you, like, it's whose fault that you did all this? No. Mm-hmm. Nobody's no. fault. No one but your own. Yeah, but they're just like pointing the finger. My president told me to do Because that. nothing can ever be my fault. How can it be my fault? I'm the one who, you know, left my house and drove there and walked up there and did what I did. But no, no, no. I, I mean, he, the president was, you know, he held a gun to my head. I was forced to do it. I just like how they're saying, well, I'm following what my president said to do. Now, the funniest thing about that speech is that he's like, we're going to... St- Storm down the down the street, and we're gonna march up the Capitol, up the steps of the Capitol together, and they all win. And he just sat there and watched them do it. So yeah, yeah, I didn't see him there. No, no, nobody saw him there. But I'm just like, okay, so like I would get it if you like literally went followed him, but like you didn't. He didn't go. Yeah. He just like watched it on TV. Mm-hmm. It's just a whole thing. And then did you see the video? of the uh the capitol police officer that like 
led some of those people like in the wrong direction to give because they were heading towards the Senate chambers. And he was like, he was just one guy, but he was like taunting them and kind of like getting them to follow him a different direction in the Capitol building. And basically what he did is he created a diversion so that they wouldn't go into the Senate room because like the Senate chamber didn't really have any protection. Did you hear, oh, have you heard, you uh -uh. heard that story? It's no. Really cool story. The guy was a, uh, he was a, he's a military veteran and, um, like, yeah, they're, they're, they're trying to give him like a congressional medal of valor or something. They're trying to give him some kind of, some kind of award, like, like a bipartisan group want to give it to him because he saved a lot. Like he saved all their lives basically. So Mike Pence was in that chamber. Vice president Pence was in that chamber. Uh, he got removed shortly before all that happened, but for a minute there, he was in a little bit of a trouble, trouble too. So like he has reached out to this individual, to this police officer to try to like give his gratitude. And I think they said Pence is just like getting the cold shoulder from this guy. Like this guy doesn't even want to acknowledge. He doesn't even want. He doesn't even want his thanks. He's just going. Yeah. Like and they're like they're hoping that Pre Vice President Pence is hoping he can get a, a hold of him before he uh, leaves office. But they said he's been trying to reach him to express his gratitude. <laughs> and this guy's like, screw you! I don't want your gratitude. I would. I don't want your gratitude. I would rather that your boss had not had this happen to begin with. But yeah. It's just like, whatever. It's so weird. I mean, it's so weird, all this stuff. What we're talking about right now is ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. But hey, it's almost over. End of an era. End of an era. End of an er. Error. 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 So, okay. So what's going on now? What's going, we got happy times ahead. By this time on Wednesday, happy times will be here. Well, maybe not happy yeah. times, but at least a new face. Yes, a uh, 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 fresh start of times, as you would say. Yes, we wipe the slate clean. Mm -hmm. So what's going so on I, with these festivities? Yeah, so the inauguration is Wednesday. Um, so apparently what's going to happen is the Kamala Harris will be sworn in as vice president before noon Eastern Standard Time. So I guess that's... 11 o'clock our time mm -hmm. um well she's doing it like 30 minutes before so it'll be like 11 30 on the east coast so it'll be like 10 30 i guess central standard time is when she's supposed to be sworn in and then um president-elect biden will be sworn in at noon eastern standard time so i guess 11 o'clock our time um it's going to be really different because normally like this is something that's open to the public and there's thousands and thousands of people there. Not this year. Uh, this year it is pretty much, I think maybe a thousand people will be there. And of those 1000 people, it's none of like the public. It's all people that work in Congress and their family members and their guests. Yeah. I think they're so. allowed. I think they're allowed like five guests. Mm -hmm. I think is what they're allowed. Like the, the members of the Senate and the House are allowed like five guests. Yeah. And I'm kind of interested to see like if they're sitting, if they're standing, are there going to be like X's on the ground where people stand to say six feet apart? Like, I, I don't know like how they're going to do that. Um, Cause even if the whole reason, you know, is because of the riots and they can't have the public there, it's not safe. And I, and I get it, but also I'm like, well, even if there wasn't a big riot, there's still COVID and they really shouldn't have the public there in the first place. Mm -hmm. So this year was going to be a weird inauguration anyway. 
Um, so they're going to get sworn in. And I believe after that is when the president, which will be Joe Biden, will give his inauguration speech. You know, his first speech as the official president. And he's going to talk about his plans for the future. Um, all that jazz will be really great. And then I think after that, they go and do the pass and review. What is that? Uh, the pass and review. Yeah, that's that's held on the east side of the building or something like that. But that's where he basically goes and he assesses the military. Because, um, you know, the president is like our commander in chief of our military. So that's like the tradition of he assesses it. Um, well, he's going to get to see them all for himself because they're all going to be there. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's like, yeah, it looks good. They're all here. We had to get them all here just so I could get sworn in. Good yeah. job, guys. Well, if you want to look it up, um, it's called Passing Review, and it's it's a, something that just happens during the inauguration. Um, and I believe after that, they're escorted to Arlington Cemetery, where they place a wreath on the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. Um, they do that. And then normally after that... I think there's some type of like parade in Washington DC that they go on. Is that going to this time? No. No parade. However, there is going to be I heard some type of like virtual showcase. Um either it might be online or I think it's going to be on TV. And basically instead of you know how like different organizations and different nonprofits and things like that will have like a float in a parade that represents mm. their culture or whatever their cause is. It's going to be just that that organization doing their performance or like a skit or something like that on pre-recorded television. They're just gonna like put them all together and to like a long playlist. So it's kind of like a virtual, just like a slideshow online of all these skits from these organizations. We couldn't get like a hologram of President Biden like a hologram of him and his family and Kamala Harris just like rolling through, through, <laughs> through Washington DC on like a Cadillac or something. You know, give me a hologram, hologram president. When we get the technology, I'm sure they'll consider it. You know, I don't know. It's just, it's <laughs> yeah, so but weird. I know. And I was reading it because, you know, this is something you only get to see every four years. And so it's a big deal. And I want to watch it on TV when it comes on, but it's going to be so different. It's going to be, not as not as festive, I guess, is a word because I think everyone's going to be on high alert and nervous, and you know, all the military is there, and there's no public, and it's going to be very businessy. Yes, it's a business you know, luncheon. It's a business like it's it's a good thing you're swearing in a new president, but it's like, man, you got a lot of work to do. Like you just need to like hit the ground running. Like we don't have time to celebrate. Like we just got to go work. Yeah, Clean it's up this like, mess. It's like we're gonna have uh, cake and punch at one. And then at two, we're getting to work. Yeah. You know, and we might only work half a day because it's your first day. Like, that's kind of what, what happens there. It's, yeah. I don't know. It was just, yeah, there's a lot going on there. There's a lot of moving parts. Uh, you will have uh, former presidents there. Uh, the only one that will not be there that is still alive will be uh, Jimmy Carter. Just because Jimmy Carter's like 95, 99 years old, something like that. And, uh, you know, obviously for his health, uh, he's not going to go. But. Other than that, I believe you're going to have former President Obama, Bush, and Clinton there. Um, and, True, uh, but Trump, Trump will not be there. Trump will not be there. I believe, I believe President and Vice President Pence will be there. 
Uh, he's been very presidential the last couple of days. He's he's just been kind of like filling in for uh, Trump. You know, he's done a couple of things that that have made him look very distinguished. And uh, you know, yeah, he's getting his little like literal like five minutes of fame to be gone. <laughs> you know, and it's and then it'll be over. The Trump era error will be done, and then we'll move on to the Biden era. And uh, I'm not saying this is all. It's all going to be peace and happiness. But it's going to be more, uh, I guess, similar to business as usual. Yes. So I think that's what that's what they were talking about on CNN today. Is they're they're like, oh well, it's everything's going to get back to a somewhat sense of normalcy, and 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 they mean like just not having to worry about weird tweets in the middle middle. Hopefully, weird tweets in the middle of the night and like just like attacks on people, like personal attacks on on constituents. Because, you know, sometimes Trump would go off on these guys. Like, I don't know. It's really weird. But it'll be over. And then I don't know what we're going to talk about. I guess we get to talk about reform and COVID, COVID yes. vaccinations and stuff. Yes. By the way, weren't you the one that told me that the Pfizer vaccine was better than the Moderna one? I mean, they're the same vaccine, but for reasons I suggested the Pfizer vaccine. Not because not because they're different formulas or one works better than the other, but it's because one comes from China. I think I did read that the Pfizer one is causing more deaths. Now, it's not like there's thousands of deaths. I think there's only like 35, but that's a lot. But I believe there are like 35 deaths from the uh, Pfizer one. And I don't think there's nearly as many deaths because of the Moderna one. You know, it's like some kind of I, reaction. Yeah. And again, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not saying one works better than the other. I, I don't know the scientific differences between the two. I was just saying the one from China has a greater chance of being mishandled during transport. That something could happen to it. Not kept at the right temperature, not stored correctly. You know, it's just, just things during transit. That was my only thing. Mm. Uh so, President Biden, I can call him that now, right? I mean, he's pretty much president. He's still Biden. president-elect. Well, he is vowing for 100 million vaccinations to be distributed within his first 100 days in office. And Dr. Fauci says it's, it, it could happen. Like, would that be a game changer if we have 100, 100 million vaccinations in the next 100 days? Absolutely. I don't know what the exact number is for the United States to have herd immunity, but a hundred million would be a third of the country. Yeah. You get a third of the country full of uh, COVID vaccinations. I mean, that might do something. That's going to do something. That's going to be great. And again, I don't know the exact number to reach herd immunity. I don't know if it's a third or if it's two thirds, but, but that is a great step in the right direction. But Dr. Fauci says it's absolutely possible. Mm -hmm. like we put our, we put our feet to the ground and we go, because I think he, I think they want to implement um, like the national guard into administering this. Like they want, it, they want it organized, and they want, like they want to involve some military presence to kind of like, I guess, coordinate, make things a little bit more organized, crowd control, things like that. Um, you know, whatever. Let's just do it. Let's just get our vaccine. I'm, I don't want it. I still don't want it. I'm gonna go with in the on the record say I do not want it. Give it to me in like 2023. You want it, just not right now. No, yeah, I don't want Generation 1. I don't want Version 1. I want, like, Version 5. You know, I want to see if your hair is going to fall out or, you know, 
going to get overweight. Like, I don't want to be more overweight because I took the vaccine. I don't want more of my hair to fall out because I took the vaccine. You know? Like, if it's hey, I don't think it's going to do that, Sergio. I know, but I'm saying, like, if they said that, it, like, one of the one of the side effects of this vaccine is that you will lose 75 pounds. Cool, I'm right on it. I'm going to do it right now. Line me up. But I haven't heard that yet. So I haven't heard anything that could benefit me. None of the side effects I'm reading will benefit me right now. So okay. I don't want to risk I mean, other than the fact that, you know, it'll prevent you from getting COVID-19 in the future. Mm-hmm. But you're, you, you're more interested in side effects? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because okay. I mean, I don't want to die or lose my hair or what hair I already I don't already have. You know, just a lot of things that could go wrong. I like to hold on to what I have left. I've heard the only side effect it's really causing people is like some dizziness and it's making people lethargic. Um, I've gotten worse side effects from getting a flu shot because sometimes when you get the flu shot, it does make you feel sick, like you have the flu. So it makes you feel um, like you went to the buffet at lunch. You know, like you go, to, uh, you go to like a lunch buffet and then you go back to work and you're like, uh, oh, it's the worst ever. Don't ever do that. I wonder if that's what, I wonder if that's what the vaccine feels like. Cause yeah, you just go back to work and you just want to take a nap. Uh, I can't, go, I can't go back to work, boss. I just had the vaccine. <laughs> I need some Pepto this I need some Pepto <laughs> and some, and some mineral water. <laughs> Give me a Red Bull stat. Yeah. And some coffee. Yeah, that's pretty funny. So, but okay, I know on Wednesday too. Even though it's going to be a pretty boring inauguration, Lady Gaga is going to perform the national anthem. Ooh, she did it at Super Bowl Fifty, and she, she's good. She lit it up, man. She's good. Jennifer Lopez is scheduled to perform. They're not saying what, so I don't know. She might be like after. Um, and Garth Brooks as well was added that day, and I don't know what he's singing either. Mm-hmm. Now Garth Brooks did point out that his agreement has nothing to do with political agenda or like siding with one side versus the other. But I would like to point out that he sang it. One of president Obama's inaugurations, he, he uh, was approached about singing at president Trump's inauguration and he turned it down and now he's singing at president Biden's. So I know it doesn't have any kind of political affiliation, but I'm pretty sure he doesn't like the Republicans or at least not that Republican. Well, you know, in today's day and age, he he has to say that or people are going to assume, you know what I mean? But he's so an like, American oh, if I don't... treasure. Oh, I know, but he still has to say it. He's got to say, oh, I'm not affiliated with either party or else people will get online and say, oh, he's he's for the Democrats. That's why he's singing. And well, he has he... to say no. I mean, a lot of his a lot of his fans would be considered people that would have been in that protest. I'm yeah. sure there was a lot of Garth Brooks being played when they were protesting. Um now, like J Lo and like Lady Gaga, they've always pretty much, you know, put put their affiliation, uh, you know, out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Bon Jovi's going to perform. Same thing. They've always affiliated more with like the Democratic Party and with like the the mantra of the Democratic Party. So, but yeah, Garth Brooks is the one that's like, oh, I don't want to alienate all my fans because most of my fans probably were in that raid. But you know, I'm just he's going to perform because <laughs> he wants to unite America. That's what he's saying. He wants to celebrate America. Mark. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. So there'll be some good performances. Um, you know that's going to happen. Uh, we had playoff football this weekend. You know, have you been watching playoff football? Uh, not really. No, like you missed no. some. Good, you missed some really good games. I've been a little busy. Uh, I guess I just don't care enough. 
it's been a weird year for football. I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm more of a college football fan anyway, and this year was just kind of crap for me for college football. I don't like how it turned out, so I was kind of mad this year. Um, so I don't watch a whole lot of NFL football. I'll watch the Cowboys, but once they didn't make the playoffs, I kind of lost interest. Mm-hmm. No, like yesterday, you had the first time in history where two quarterbacks over the age of 40 were playing in a playoff game. You had Drew Brees versus uh, Tom Brady. And uh, Tom Brady won, like he always does. Tom Brady does. Um, So in the NFC Championship game, you have Tampa Bay going to Green Bay to play uh, in 20-degree weather. So you got a bunch of Floridians going to play in 20-degree weather in the Midwest. It's going to be cold. That's all I know. It's going to be cold. A little bit. A little bit. It's going to be cold. Uh, It's going to be a good game, though. Uh, The Packers have been uh, pretty good all season. Uh, the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers have uh, they got it all together now. You know they got Tom Brady in the off season, and they've slowly been meshing their team together, and now they're firing on all cylinders. So that should be a good one. Either either team is going to be a good a good representative for the NFC. Then on the other side, on the AFC, you have the Buffalo Bills in their first AFC Championship game in like twenty something years versus the defending champion Kansas City Chiefs. So. Kansas City on paper should be the better team, but their quarterback Patrick Mahomes had a concussion in the game. So there's a chance he might not play on Sunday. Oh no. I know who he is. That's sad. Your $500 million quarterback or whatever he is had a concussion and he might not be able to play, not because he's injured. Well, he, I mean, obviously he's injured, but they have concussion protocols now. Back in the day, they could have, like, shaken it off and just gone back in and play. But now there's all these concussion protocols that they have to go through. They have to go through, like, a battery of tests and make sure that they're 100% good before they come back on the field. So Yeah, that's that's a big deal. I, I mean, concussions are serious, and they can cause long-term damage if they're not taken care of or mm-hmm. if they're not – if you're just, like, going to ignore it. But like, yeah. But, I mean, they're saying if this was 10, 15 years ago before concussion protocol – he would absolutely be playing on Sunday. But there's a chance he might not because he might not pass through all the concussion protocols. So, like, if you're the if you're the defending Super Bowl champs and you have to rely on your backup quarterback that you haven't had to rely on at all to try and get you to the Super Bowl, that's kind of scurry. Kind of scurry. But we'll see. We don't know yet. It's too early in the week to know if he's going to play or not. I mean, I think his health should come first. His health but I know that's not what a lot of people would think. His you know, because there's a lot of money on the line. His health should absolutely come first. Mm-hmm. I'm just pointing out the fact that it kind of sucks that your star quarterback is is injured in an injury that a while back they would have just let him, like, take some, you know, like, ibuprofen. I'm like, all right, you're good to go. Here's an IV just drip walk- and some ibuprofen and a Red Bull. You're good to go. Yeah, walk it off. Yeah, just put some dirt <laughs> on it. It'll be fine. So... Uh, isn't there hockey coming soon? You're the hockey fan, isn't there? Heck yeah. Doesn't Stars hockey... start the 21st, I believe. Oh, so like this week? Yeah. Ooh, so the defending Western Conference champion, Dallas Stars. Mm-hmm. Oh, they were so close. I know. It was a little hard to watch. It was disappointing. But this will be, they'll come back this year, I think. I mean, if you think about it, the Dallas Stars. They got to play more of last season than any other team. So they had the most 
games played last year. So they've had the shortest break. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think and not, uh, their team hasn't changed a whole lot. So I think the chemistry between the players and the coaches and everything is still there. And I think if they keep playing like they were playing, um, it could be a good year for them again. I'm, I'm hoping for good things. It still might be weird because of COVID. I'm not used to having hockey start in January. Now, I guess <laughs> Normally fun. the season's already half over this time of year. So, okay. And this is something I really haven't paid attention to either in hockey or the NBA. So are they just doing like a half season this year or are they extend or is the season going to be played out, but it's just going to end later in the year now. You know? uh, I think it's, it's played out, but it's just going to end later, I believe. Um, and it's just going to be a different season. Like I, I do believe it is a fewer amount of games. Um, same thing. I believe with the NBA, it's just going to be a, a weird season. Cause that's the one um, thing I was thinking about the other day. It's like basketball season started a month ago and Basketball season ended like six weeks before that. So I'm thinking, what the hell? Like, do they, I mean, they, they have a shortened, a shortened off season, but like, does their season, and I know their season's starting later, but is this season going to end or like, is this season going to end basically when it should have? So it'll end in for both hockey and uh, basketball. It'll end in like June ish. And then next season we get a full season. Like we're just, is that is that or like like maybe this year we're getting like three fourths of a season as opposed to a whole season? I want to say yes, but I haven't really looked it like, up. You know, it I haven't counted whole, the games. It doesn't make a whole lot of like just looking at the calendar. I'm like, wait a minute, basketball season started a, like two months late, and does it end in June? Like when the hell does this thing end? Like what are we doing? Like I'm very confused. One thing I was confused about was how they were going to handle March Madness this year. Because that's a lot of players from a lot of schools. And how are you going to keep all of them quarantined? So I think they're going to hold March Madness in some type of bubble arena like they did Mm. for the NHL playoffs. Because that's really the only way. There's just so many, so many players from so many schools and all these games are happening every single day, multiple games a day. Within how long is March Madness? A three week period? Yeah, like three, four week period. Yeah, three or four weeks, all these players are going to have to live in a bubble. And the ones that, you know, get kicked out or, or finally lose their games can then go back to school. Yeah, but that's that's weird because a lot of these teams don't know that they're getting into the tournament until like, you know, four to six days before the tournament starts. <laughs> so now you basically have to say, okay, you guys have gotten in. Now we got to wait two weeks to before we let you come into the bubble, right? Mm-hmm. Well, everyone's gonna have to get tested. Yeah, everyone has to self quarantine for two weeks. Um, yeah, it's there's a lot to it, and I'm interested to see how it how it plays out and how many how many I want to see how many players like test positive and like how many how many teams are gonna be affected. Just waste. I don't know. I, and you know what? I I will give them kudos, it, especially like the contact sports like football. There really weren't as many. Uh, as many breakouts as I thought there was going to be. And especially with football, it was really all a lot of self-governing. It was all like, you're going to self-police yourself. They didn't have a bubble. They got to go home and they got to do all that. And it was, But it was pretty much laid out that like, hey, if you screw this up, you're losing money. Like, we're taking money away from you guys. Because if we don't get to play games, you don't get paid. I think is what happened. <laughs> so they pretty much just put the put the bullet or put the gun to their wallet it's like hey look you got to make sure you do this right or 
we're all going to lose money. And we're going to make sure you yep. lose it first. Yep. So. Once you affect someone's money and they actually care. I think baseball season actually is going to start. The, yeah, because baseball season started late, but it ended on time, I believe. So I think baseball season is actually going to start when it's supposed to and is going to go on when it's supposed to. So I guess that's the only thing to know that we're going to have normalcy of is baseball. Um, not as many people care about baseball because baseball is a little bit longer and boring and, you know, whatever. When does baseball season start? Uh, it usually starts the first part of April. Okay. I was so going to say, is it May? Pitchers and catchers will report uh, usually around Valentine's Day. Mm. So baseball season's around the corner. Um, I'm... I would want to go to – I want to go to a game. Like, I really want to go do – like, I know it's COVID and all that stuff. Like, I want to go to a game. I haven't gone to a game of anything in a while. I want to go to a game, and I want to go to a concert. Like, I don't care where I sit. I can sit at the very, very top, like, away from everybody. I just want to go. I just want to be around other fans. I don't know. I think you could go to a game. I don't know about concerts because every concert venue I've ever been to – you're sitting close to someone, you're standing right up against someone. So I don't know like how safe that would be. I mean, they'd have to like thin the crowd out, but I know that like, if you wanted to go to a baseball game at the new, what's the new park called? Globe, Globe Life Park. Globe Life Park. Globe that, place Field, is, whatever. that place is so huge. It's very easy for them to keep people separated in the seats. And I, know, but can't you have a I think that'd be there? great. The place holds 40,000 people. Can't you have a concert with just like eight or 10,000 people? We can be spaced out. 25% capacity. Well, what's going to cost more? You, you have to think about that, too. They're not going to hold a concert if they can't pay for it. And if they're not selling every seat, then they have a harder time paying for it. They have it. to raise the price of the ticket. But you know what? If it's a band, And then no I one will see, buy it. If it's a band I want to see, I'll pay it. Okay. If you have the means to pay, you will pay. A lot of people do not have the means right now to You're pay. Right. You're right. I'm just being yes. selfish. I want to see music, damn it. I know, and I know you're willing to shell out, and I'm happy you are fortunate enough you can do that. I don't know if I'm fortunate enough. I'm just selfish enough to where I would, <laughs> like, no, we don't have to eat this week. I'm going to go see, you know, Coldplay or something. I don't know. <laughs> I screw eat. food. We're going to go see Coldplay. Screw food. We're going to go see Cold. Screw <laughs> food for the next seven weeks. We're going to go see Coldplay. Damn it. Yeah. All my concerts back. I know. Summer is the, the season for concerts, and I didn't go to a single one this year pretty down about it and then that's something i was thinking about today because okay so my dad normally comes and mows the yard just because of my schedule so i was off today and lo and behold dad showed up to mow the yard i have enough grass growing right now where my dad mowed the yard so there's a part of me that's like okay what if we get a short winter and we get through all because you know just like last year everything started opening back up around springtime more people mm -hmm. started coming more people were able to get out we weren't as enclosed so i wonder if we're gonna get a short uh, like a, a short winter or if we're going to get, like, that late winter blast in, like, end of February that just shuts us down for a week. Because we've had that happen, too. Where, like, the end of February, beginning of March, bam, we get, like, this really big cold snap. Like, this winter's been kind of weird for us. It's been a very mild winter so far. Mm-hmm. That don't mean it's over. Nope. But. I mean, I remember February always being freezing. There's always hope. There's always hope that it's just a mild winter. And I'm wearing shorts, and I'm, like, hanging out, and. You know, sit on a patio. Like, there's so many things that could happen that I hope. But, you know, damn pandemic. I know. You hope, you wish, you dream. You mm -hmm. stay positive. Mm -hmm. So, 
Nothing else? I don't think we got anything else tonight. No, nothing crazy happened in the country, so that's good. I'm super excited, but I'm still kind of nervous because he's got like 30-something hours to screw something up. (laughs) Somebody pointed out the fact that he's probably not going to self-pardon himself, but there's a chance. And they they said, these were the words on CNN, they said he could write it on a napkin on the way out of his office and just put it on, leave it on his desk, and that will count as a pardon. He could write that if he could write it on a napkin and put it, leave it on his desk on the way out, and that's an official presidential document. Therefore, it's an official presidential pardon. So there's a chance he could still do something crazy, but he might not. He might just leave. But I'm super excited that the next time me and you get on the air, we will have President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris. Woohoo! But I'm still a little scared because I don't know what the hell's going to happen between now and then. Just a Make sure bit. you watch because if something happens, it will be on live TV. Yeah. Keep that CNN on. Yep. So that's going to wrap us up for this evening. Uh, let's thank the sponsors. Let's start with Young Ideas Dish for all of your uh, Dish Network needs. Um, Ace Remodeling, KenyaLendahan.org, Wavespace Audio for providing all these awesome tracks that we have every week. Uh, the local game store in Richardson, Texas for all of your gaming needs. Uh, tantalizing tip to toe by Myrna and she's going to be on the show I think maybe this week maybe next week you're going to get your nails did once you get actually physically in here you're going to get your nails did all right we got ge- I got guests lined up once you physically get in here Woo! problem is getting you physically in here we've been having some hurdles on that so we'll get there we'll get there yes nothing but, nothing no they're not mountains they're just like itty bitty little bumps but in the meantime we got this remote little setup here to make it happen to keep everybody entertained. So, thanks to all the sponsors. Thanks, thanks to you, Miss Kate. I know it's past your bedtime, probably. Ah, no, I'm good. It's all always right. a pleasure to talk to you, Sergio, and everybody else. Love being here. All right, guys. On behalf of myself, Miss Kate, we're Law and Disorder, and we will holler at you guys next time. Peace. Peace.